Hi, I'm Jay. And I'm Erin. And you're listening to episode 75 of the Salty Mother Clutches podcast. It's August, but it sure um, is August. August happened. Ju- Summer happened. July was a real blip in life. Yeah. Was was the last episode in June? I think it was late June. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe we recorded it late June, like, because we were off for your birthday. Right. And then you might right, have put right. it out during that week. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, it's been a month. That seems to be what we've been doing lately. Yeah. Um, well, we're here, like, we're queer. Yeah. Well, like we didn't want to do one like right after, cause we we're like, we're going to do queer ride very soon after the last episode. So we're like, well, we'll just wait yeah. till after we do queer ride yeah. and then we'll have like some, you know, positive moto, queer moto brains to work off yeah. of. And then queer ride happened and that was like three weeks ago. No. Almost, is it? Wasn't it two weekends ago? Two weekends? Yeah. Okay, maybe two weeks. Two, two weeks. weekends ago. But it felt like it's been... It feels like it's forever. It feels ago. like a busy two weeks. Yeah. Because we've been pretty much acting like we've been on vacation for the last couple weeks. Yeah. Like we're working, we're going to our jobs, and then when we're not at our jobs, we're like, let's have a date and let's be on vacation. And then we're <laughs> like at the beach and we're riding motorbikes and going out for breakfast and yeah. having a fun summer. We're trying, we're trying really hard to have a fun summer to the point where we're like trying to make everything an event. Yeah. Like every night's like, all right, what are we going to do tonight for our date or for our event, for our thing? And it's like, we're just getting, we're just getting groceries, but we make it like. Like an event. Yeah. Like wearing heels on a Sunday morning. (laughs) Now it's an event. (laughs) It was just waking up on a Sunday morning and having breakfast. Now it's a fucking showstopper. I don't know if our people that listen would would realize that this is typically our Cabot Trail weekend. We always go on this like holiday long weekend, the very first of August. And uh, we are not on the Cabot Trail. We didn't go last year and we didn't go this year. Mm -hmm. Got some, some... Well, last year my bike was exploded. Was it? Into a million pieces. And we had, we were probably not quite, oh yeah, we did have the Suzuki on the road, but we just got it on the road. Yeah. So by that point, we probably had canceled our trip. And then this year, we just, it just wasn't in the cards for us. And yeah. so I have a long weekend off and we've just been on vacation. Um, for anyone who cares, um, my Biltwell Gringo still burns my forehead off. It hurts my forehead so much yeah. that I get red spots, a red spot. Yeah. It hurts so much. So it's like a little update. Gringos still suck. Sportsters still suck. So I'm, um, I want a cool. Comms still suck. I want like a cool-ish looking helmet. Mm-hmm. Like I like the look of the Gringo. So if I could get a helmet that's sort of like that, that functions with a visor like that, opening and closing easy enough, mm-hmm. um, plain helmet. If anyone has a recommendation, I, I'm here for one. I was looking them up on Fortnite, just different types of helmets. And I was looking up Bell and I was looking up different brands. And it's sort of like, I mean, a couple of years ago, if you were like a chick going to the mall looking for a pair of jeans, you mm-hmm. couldn't find a pair of jeans that wasn't bedazzled to death. Yeah. I don't want a bedazzled helmet. 
I mean, a little glitter is fine, but I just want plain. Yeah. And not hurt my head. I don't want a headache. I would, I would, was also kind of in the market for a new helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I got a new visor for the gringo. Yeah. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and but then you're I, like, I hate this. Well, no, I was on the fence. Like, do I spend like fucking 70 bucks on a tinted visor or do I just get a new helmet? Cause my helmet's already a few years old. Yeah. Um, helmets are so fucking expensive and I would just opt for the visor. But when I was looking at other helmets to buy, yeah, they're all just so fucking ugly. I know. It's like, I just want, you know, one color. I don't want any designs. Yeah. I don't want like, I don't want to look like fucking spaceships. Like yeah. remember in like the, you know, not even the late nineties, but like the early two thousands, like every car went from like a classic, like. Cube? Car. It looked like, looked <laughs> like, like a, a car. Little, little rectangle. Yeah. It was a box on wheels. Yeah. And then it turned into a fucking spaceship. Everything was a round bubble. Yeah. And they, they did the same thing to motorcycles. They did the yeah. same thing with like the boulevard line that was like a cool, sleek little bike. The yep. fender was only big enough to cover the tiny little tire and whatever. Mm-hmm. But then they started making the fenders like, you know, eight, nine, ten inches wide. And it's like, and the taillight is like the size of my fucking skull. <laughs> it's like, this is completely unnecessary and totally space age. <laughs> and it's like, that's what helmets look like now. They just look, they look like they're from fucking, um, like, I don't know. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was going to say like Tron, but like that's, what's, what's the superhero that's like dressed in red and gold? <laughs> Do you know? I don't know. Come on, kids. Like, you know, like, know. there was a movie out recently. A lot of kids were into it. I, I have uh, no idea. Red spandex suit, gold. He's got like a rocket booster pack. Something shit like that. Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rocket Is man. Rocket Man a thing? Okay. So they have all these helmets like Rocket Man. And I just not into that. I want something that's simple, not not spacey. I don't need like vents every two seconds with like yeah. decals telling me which direction the wind should be going in in my vents. Like, is fucking I, foolish. I mean the the gringo is really like that's just an exercise in aesthetic, right? It's like if if I was gonna go from like a little like shorty derby style helmet to like a full face helmet, like I needed it to still be kind of like low profile mm-hmm. and have like like a good look and then like all that did was kick me in the ass because it yeah sure it looks good and you look like all the other kids doing cool things but it sucks it fucking sucks Mm -hmm. and like you you ride for two hours and you're just like every two seconds pushing your helmet in different directions trying to like ease up the pressure yeah and and because people are gonna be like okay idiot you have the wrong size i'm just gonna say I have tried the size up, at which you have, and I've mm-hmm. tried the size down. I have the right size. It's just yeah. the actual shape on the inside is not right. Yeah, shape is dumb. It's Dude. shaped for an American brain. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like, I got like this unicorn bump on the front of my, it must, must be like my widow's peak is just like really thick widow's mm-hmm. peak. So like. <laughs> but like, it's important to have a helmet that, that fits good and yeah. like feels good while you're riding. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't look stupid. Like I, I figure if, if I ever really have to use my helmet, it's because I crashed Mm -hmm. and if it's really going to do its job and save my life in a crash, like there's a slight possibility 
at least on Prince Edward Island, that like a, you know, deceased crashed transsexual on a motorcycle might appear on the news. Um, so I need to be wearing a good helmet. If they're going to be showing my body it's, they think, on the you ground. You think they're going to like show a, like a, like a video of you dead with a very fashionable helmet in the ditch? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. God. You know, I don't want to like them be taking like forensic photos and shit like that and be wearing some like dorky red helmet with like yellow decals from Canadian Tire. Like, you know, it's like, like Rocket Man. Like Rocket Man, speed 4000. Like, no, I don't want that on file. No, I need to look. If I'm going to be like, you know, if I want to honor my heritage as a dead transsexual on the news, I need to do that in some sort of style. That's it. That's all. <laughs> That's... Well, we certainly did not sit down with the plan of doing like full helmet reviews, but here we are. Here we for are. Sure. <laughs> Queer ride and meetup. So last year we held this thing and we went. This um, thing. <laughs> this thing. This thing we did. Um, we went from Victoria PEI to Kensington. Very short ride. Very like, you know, ragtag group of people. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. But it was like. A really small, intimate group. Mm-hmm. We had a huge turnout at, at the meetup itself. The first meetup. The first yeah. meetup. And then a fewer people on the actual ride with motorcycles. Yeah. And this year was the opposite, opposite. I found, which I was totally shocked by. Yeah. So starting in Charlottetown, which yeah. is like our capital, capital city, capital city um, on the first day or second day of our Pride Festival. Mm-hmm. And like there's other events happening. There's lots of commotion, but like... I was like, okay, well, there's some excitement around Pride this year. So I think there's going to be more people showing up at the event, like uh, just the meetup part. Yeah. Like for coffee and treats and just being around queerness. And, and we were located just outside of like a, like a blocked off uh, section of downtown Charlottetown. So like there's a lot of foot traffic there. There's <laughs> lots of like cafes and businesses around. So, you know, for sure we were in a place that like, People might see us and be like, yeah. what are these people doing over yeah. here? Yeah. It's like, we're in the middle of like, not a lot of drive-by traffic, but yeah. a lot of walking traffic yeah. in that area. Which is great. Um, but I was, I was shocked like that. Uh, I mean, I spent most of the meetup at a barricade directing traffic. Yeah. But um, I was shocked that there wasn't more like just non-riders there at this mm-hmm. one there's there's more non-riders at the first meetup the first yeah. year yeah than this year but we more than made up for it in in bikes and riders and, and actual riders you know it was like just like last year like we have this like well i for sure speaking for myself i have this little bit of fear that's like well what if no one shows up mm-hmm. and i kept telling myself like the stakes couldn't be lower because the you know the point was we were trying to raise money for peers alliance yeah. uh, a local organization that offers you know sexual health supports and harm reduction support i guess yeah locally and we had already raised a bunch of money through sponsorships yeah so if no one came by and dropped five bucks in the box it that part didn't really matter because we actually raised Quite a good chunk of money. There is enough corporate money to begin with. But and and so like if you and I are the only people that show up on motorbikes and I just ride a motorbike with you, like that still fucking rules to me. So I kept telling myself, like, so what? Like if people on motorcycles don't show up, 
like effectively the event was a success before we arrived. Mm -hmm. And then bikes showed up. Yeah. And they all showed up like wicked early. Yeah. Like people were there. Almost there there was one bike that came, I don't know, maybe halfway through like the meetup part. But everyone else was there before the event even started. It was just yeah. bikes were riding in and they were strangers and they were queer people. And it was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is cool. It was very cool. Um, and I think like I just like, I got hung up on a thought here about thinking about the the pride parade itself. Yeah. Um, and how easy it is for people to attend now. Like the parade here is huge compared mm -hmm. to what it was. Mm -hmm. And it's like. It's so easy for people to just like go to the parade, like whether they're out as like bi pan or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. like these otherwise like straight passing people are like marching in, in this parade now. Yeah. But it's like, part of me, the, the um, cynical part of me is like, I remember watching the parade go down Queen Street like a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> and there'd be like one car, a couple people walking, like one person maybe in drag. Like, yeah. And it's like, to be walking in that crowd of people is like, you know, there's not more queer people here all of a sudden. Right. But there's like that many people out on their own trying to like break ground and like trying to do something. Mm -hmm. um, and we're kind of in that stage of Queer Ride and Meetup where we're like, maybe we're the only people going to show up. Maybe right. Maybe us and like a couple of friends are going to show up and that's it. And we have to make a big deal out of it because we want this to happen again. We want more people to come out. Yeah. Um. But it's not easy for people to come out because they themselves don't know how successful the the meetup's going to be right. for the ride. So, you know, not to say that we're ever going to be as big as like a pride parade or anything like that. But right. it's like, that's, I think, a big difference is people are afraid to come because they don't want to be the only ones. Yeah. It's like you would never go to the pride parade 10 years ago if you thought you were going to be one of six people. Yeah. Because that's too many eyeballs on you. Yeah. But if you're like one of like 600 people, then that's easy. And and there's also like no question, like no one's questioning, oh, are they gay? Oh, is that person an ally? Right. Like it doesn't matter yeah. because yeah. everybody's there and like there's a bit of like safety that comes with those numbers. Yep. And I was saying this to you earlier today about how I thought it was really cool. We had like a couple... I'm just, I'm going to make a, a guess here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like, don't hold me to it, but we had a couple straight dudes there. Mm -hmm. Um, they, as there should be. Yeah, they should be. And I was saying how cool it was for them to show up because they were definitely in the minority of the group. Um, they didn't try to take over the event, steal the show, <laughs> stand out, do, yeah. do anything. Um, but them being there added numbers to us yeah which in turn makes us safer yeah. and as well it says like a big like hey this is the side i'm standing on you know when you yeah. have like a group of queer people and just the odd the odd straight dude there like yeah who's who's there just like a friend there to support those people like, that is fucking cool, man. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's important. It's important for them to show up. Yeah. And it, it's unfortunate that a lot of people 
look at a, an event like that and they don't attend because they go, oh, it's only for queer people. It's only for queer riders. Right. And then they're like, well, I don't want to ride with them because I'll feel like people might think that I'm gay. Right. And it's like. And that could that, be a true concern. It's, yeah. And that it is a true concern. And I would just say, how do you think that makes the rest of us feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we don't get to decide. We don't get to choose. Mm-hmm. Right. That in itself is the, you know, the definition of homophobia. Yeah. You're afraid to be seen as queer. I'd give these guys a gold stars mm. in allyship because yeah, they were, sure. they were doing the thing yeah. and, and it couldn't, you know, it couldn't have been easy, but they made it look pretty fucking easy, which yeah. fucking rules. Especially like this group being a predominantly queer mm-hmm. writing group, mm-hmm. um, like the straight people who were in the minority this time around. Right. And And, guess what? It feels uncomfortable to be in the minority, guys. And I was like, and we're the cis people in the minority? (laughs) There's a lot of trans people, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually, you know, trans represent. Yeah. There's a lot of us there. Um, Mm -hmm. Which which is just like so good. Um, Uh, Can we just say this? And also, so we were riding with like, there was 12 people on bikes, right? mm -hmm. So we're riding. Um, with people for the first time. Yep. Um, like although, meeting some people for the first very time. Very first some time. Some people we knew like, you know, through other events and stuff. But. Yeah. And some people, like there was one person that was there that was at the meetup last year, but this year they were on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. They, so they, they up, recruited. They, up, they upgraded. They recruited a rider to this yeah. event, which is pretty great. Um, but we got to ride with people who were, um, some had no experience in group riding. Mm-hmm. Some were new riders. Some were longtime riders that we just have never been riding with. Yeah. And I was leading that group. You were at the back. Um, and everyone rode really well. Mm-hmm. Like unheard of. Yeah. Like we rode for, it would have been over an hour, I think, like mm-hmm. traffic and stuff. And when we arrived into the Kensington meetup, one of the first things I said to uh, our friend Kara, who was there setting up, I was like, I don't think I've ever been on a group ride with that many motorcycles for that length of time mm-hmm. uh, that we didn't have to stop ever. Yeah. Like we didn't have to stop. I pulled over just for like a second in town because we were kind of losing people just naturally because we were trying to get through sets of lights. Yeah. But everyone caught up and everyone just like, it was fucking awesome. Everyone showed up with gas. Yep. Everyone rode in a, you know, a staggered formation. Everyone looked like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I rode at the back. Yeah. Mostly like to take one for the team as like part <laughs> of the organizers, you know, to keep the pack together and like, you know, do whatever traffic stuff needs to happen or, <laughs> you know, if someone were to break down or whatever, at least someone from our Us. quote unquote official group is there to like look <laughs> yeah. out for people. Yeah. Um, but it, I saw it as very much like taking one for the team, going to ride at the back behind the slowest rider, and it's going to be the worst fucking ride ever. <laughs> and you see all sorts of like riding behaviors when you're at the back, and it's yeah. just it's cringy as fuck. But I was shocked, like the whole ride, like yeah, getting lost in like sets of lights in the city—that's to be expected, whatever. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. And like, actually, we, had a, we had a plan for that too. We had a plan, you know, we were, we'd meet up at, at the end of town or whatever. Um, and like our comms were actually great for that because we were going slow enough and we were riding tight enough mm-hmm. that like I could 
continually let you know like where the back of the pack was. Oh my god, and how far back we were. The good thing about the comms for us was that all all we needed to say was like you would say we're through, and yeah. I'd be like cool, and that'd be it. And yeah. every set of lights would be like we're through. Okay, cool. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about it. And like the whole way there, like I would never know that any of these riders were new riders mm-hmm. or have never been in a pack before. Like, and we complain about pack riding a lot. A lot, yeah. Like a lot. So like for any listeners that have been a long time listener that know how much we like <laughs> are picky about who we ride with and how they ride, like this was unheard of. Like these, this group of riders of like queer new riders never rode with a pack before yeah um like all rode like fucking pros yeah like we all rode fast when we needed to go fast yeah we passed people when we needed to pass people but we didn't ride like dipshits mm-hmm. um we were all perfectly staggered unless we needed to go single file to pass like a, another yep. bike or motorist or pedestrian or whatever um it was just like so fucking seamless. Yeah, it was. Like it was this, unbelievable. I I couldn't even recall like the last time that has happened. Like it would have been was like me, you, Big Al, and Tom, and uh, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, probably. Like it's just so rare. And that was a lot of years ago. Yeah, and like half as many bikes. <clears throat> like I think that was like twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Yeah. So yeah, like, half as many bikes. So, so half as many bikes, and like. You know, that's, it's easier to do it. Yeah. But like with this many bikes and like everyone just riding so fucking good. And like, it just put such a smile on my face. Like yeah. as we were hitting the turns on the highway, I'm just like smiling. And like, we're going through like the central coastal route, like along the, the shore and through Cavendish and all the stuff. And like, just like seeing this, the string of bikes in front of me, two lines, perfect. Mm-hmm. All riding in a pack, no big gaps. No one's like, swerving all over the place. No one no. is all over the road. No one's driving up the fucking middle of the lane. Like, a, like and everyone was paying attention, obviously, yeah. in order to keep that momentum. Like, there was no one that was, like, lagging back and then yeah. speeding up. It was like yeah. everyone was actually, for a group of people that you didn't even know, they were being very predictable uh-huh. and consistent. Yeah. Which is, like... Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like mm-hmm. I will a hundred percent be like hounding these people to ride together yeah. again. Like it doesn't take long for us. And I'll say like us and like anyone who's been riding long enough to be around other riders. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take long for you to assess what other riders are like. Yeah. And then know what your position is going to be relative to them. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes you're like, I'm staying way back from this person. Yeah. Or like I'm doing whatever because yeah. this person's a dipshit. And like this group is no different. I'm like assessing everyone and what's going on. I'm assessing the, the bike ahead of me, which I think was Brian. Okay. Was directly in front of me. Yeah. But okay. not like oh, yeah. ahead of me. Yeah. Um, like head. Brian the, from My Best Ride. From My Best Ride. Our TV show we were on. Yeah. <laughs> that maybe you can't watch anywhere. That's not true. I think it's still, it's still on Bell, I think. Oh, okay. I think you can still watch it if you have Bell, oh. Bell 5 TV. Um, so it was anyway. like you, you... And then directly ahead of you was Brian, and then in between you was Evan and Kylie? No. There was a, a person, I didn't catch their name, it was, there were two up on... Oh, um, Corey and Matthew. Okay. Like, I, after riding behind them for, through the town, and like, once we get on the highway, like, I already assessed it, like, I can ride really close to this person. Right. Like, and it's, maybe they don't want me there, I don't know. Right. But, it, but it's like, 
I feel that they're predictable enough in the way that they're riding that I were, I know where I need to be. And like, I was able to assess that and like props to them because they rode like fucking pros. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I could ride with these people. And chew up. Yeah. The whole thing was just like a shocker of like, hey, how smooth the event was, um, how great the ride was, how great the riders were. Um, Riding into Kensington and like, we all pulled in onto this like oh my god it was gnarly yeah so it's like a it's a no parking area it's like for picnic tables and shit like that like this brick it's the area. town square town square so we had permission from the town to to park there mm-hmm. and um we had to kind of hop up onto the curb onto the sidewalk to like get up there so it was a bit dicey okay but we did scope it out in advance and i did warn everybody i was like yeah. okay i'm gonna go in over like hop this kind of curb in a crosswalk yeah. and enter this like brick town square yeah. and if you want to bail um instead of keeping to the left just keep right and you're in a parking lot yeah so you're in a parking lot <laughs> you're safe yeah but like i would think that like if in any group we would be riding with before like not going to name any other group but like any other group we would have been riding with there would have been at least some people that would have bailed on that part oh like 100 half people yeah yeah half and, like people. we're like i call it dicey but it's not that dicey like, you're just riding up on a sidewalk, guys. I was just like a little more concerned for people who had passengers. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, you're, like, yourself, sure, and you could probably throw your feet down and just duck walk turd yourself over the, over the curb. But, yeah. like, with a passenger. But everyone was rock stars. I, everyone went in, like, perfectly single file <laughs> up onto the sidewalk, over the curb, turned... <laughs> the exact way that we wanted people to turn and all parked, parked in a fucking in a perfect, perfect line. Okay. So I was the first bike in, you were the last bike in, mm-hmm. right? So I was first bike in and I just went all the way down to the end and parked. Yeah. And as everyone was following my lead, it takes me two seconds to get off my bike. Right. Yeah. I got off my bike and everyone was in. Yeah. Like I'm watching like by the time I was parking, everyone was kind of still riding. We were kind of almost riding in like a circle yeah. the way we were turning in there. Mm-hmm. And so I could see everyone turning in. By the time I had my ass off my seat, I was like, everyone is in town square. Yeah. No one got stuck out on the road trying to turn left across traffic and letting yeah. cars. Well, we go, cut like, the traffic off. Yeah. Just everyone just cut them off. did it. Yeah. Everyone did it. And, and then that- there were people across the street <laughs> cheering. I love gays. <laughs> I know. That was so good. Um, Kensington is like so gay. It's, it's lovely. <laughs> gay. It's, it's not, but. We're, it was that day. The gays showed up and were like, this is our gay town. Yeah. We're, we're calling it. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was awesome. But that also reminded me when we were going through uh, Charlottetown, through the city. Uh-huh. Um, like we're riding in a pack. We, we have the our road blocked off that we were on, like the police blocked it off for us. That was fine. But yeah. we, we don't have any special traffic helpers yeah. getting us out of the city. Yeah. So my plan was to just cut off traffic as much as we can. Yeah. And being at the back, like I can do that once, but I, and I didn't even have to. Yeah. Um, so when we were going through like stop signs and things like that, yeah. like once you were ready to go, we all just went like that's there, funny there was no far away stopping like there was just everyone just went like as they should yeah like to keep the pack together and like traffic was respectful of that they're like ah shit ton of bikes yeah so they let all the bikes go mm-hmm. like the people stopped in the intersections and like would wave us all through that's awesome like, i mean 
when I stop, like I like to stop when I'm leading, um, I'll watch and make sure that the last person has a chance to stop. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like watching for a time to turn that I, I think I can get nine motorcycles out or yeah. whatever. Right. And like, yeah, it just, I'm, I'm sure if you're like bike number two and you're like, why are we still stopped at this stop sign? It's like, I want everyone to have a second to mm. stop and then put some trust in me. And now it's time to go. Yeah. And I love to see it when people are like, you know, there's the trust and they were also riding well enough. They had us convinced they weren't new riders yeah. that they were also aware of what's happening on the road. So yeah. not to put themselves in danger. And yeah. it seemed like it went like, it's never going to be that good again. Like no. we've just played our fucking card there. Like yeah, our get out of jail free card. We should just retire, retire the whole, <laughs> the whole uh, event. So I would say the event was a success. It was definite. It had differences from last year. Like you said, how, mm -hmm. um, last year the meetup was bigger than the ride this year, the, the motorcycles and the ride part was bigger than the meetup. So I guess we just have a little bit of soul searching to do to decide um, going forward to next year. Cause we're, you know, we're a hundred percent going to do it again. Mm -hmm. So it's like next year, maybe we'll change some things to add more focus to the meetup. Um, maybe we won't, I don't know. We'll decide. Yeah. We'll decide, I guess, through the fall, through the winter. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to take a little moment to firstly express my disappointment that Centennial Auto Group and Centennial Motors Motorsports declined to, to sponsor the event in any capacity because yeah. they didn't have enough money. They're like a fucking huge dealership on the island. They own many, many like, uh, like makes and dealerships. Yeah. They have two, and, two of their dealerships are like motorcycle specific, right? Yes. Okay. So like incredibly disappointed that they decided not to, to sponsor this event. I'm going to call them out next year and see what they say. I'm going to call them out very early next year. Yeah. To see if they'll throw us anything. But just wanted to throw it out there that also fuck them right yeah. now. Yeah. Seriously. I'm pretty um, sure. I mean, you're the one that um, got that email back. Yeah. And it sounded to me like it was very, it was the generic copy paste. I'm yeah. sorry. We've used up all of our budget for that, for this, yeah. for this year. And it was like, dude, it's like March. Fuck off. Yeah. No, you did not. Yeah. Yes. You don't want to pay the gays. You yeah. do not support queer riders. It, it's very much the letter I got seemed like we do not support this event. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, unfortunate. So I'll know next year whether they decide to, because I'm going to ask very early in the fiscal year. Yeah. Basically. And uh, if they decline again, then I might kick up a stink about it. But regardless of that, also would take a moment on our non-commercial podcast to thank our sponsors to thank our sponsors because i and i honestly mean it like because central coastal tourism was a our big, pre big presenting sponsor, sponsor yeah. this year so like they were fucking amazing they basically said here's the money do whatever you want if you need anything let us know they hooked us up with the gallery cafe in charlottetown for the that was for the first meetup for, for the first meetup and like they got a stickers, the hashtag we love PEI stickers with the queer ride branding and stuff. So yeah. like super, super fucking thankful for them yeah. to be on. And like, I mean, I'd love to have them back again next year if we, you know, have to do that same ride again. Like, so be it. Yeah. I mean, we like, can, we can even adjust that area of the ride. And yeah. I mean, 
Central Coastal PEI is like the place to ride. It's the place to ride, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're trying to attract people from like Capital City too. It's like, yeah, yeah you, you have to do that. Mm -hmm. And it made sense with our sponsors this year anyway, because mm -hmm. it is a ride between Charlottetown and Kensington. And we have the town of Kensington as a sponsor. Yeah. Um, that as, was new as a this year. That was brand new. And the mayor met us in town square, yeah, like the with mayor a suit was there ready, to, ready to shake hands. Yeah. Huge queer supporter. Yeah. Um, or supporter of the queers, I should say. Yeah. Um, the Willow Bakery and Cafe was on again as a sponsor this year, their second year in a row. Mm -hmm. Super thankful for that. And Discover Charlottetown. Yeah, that was a new sponsor side. for us. So they're new. Um, I like to see, I like to do more with Discover Charlottetown, I think. Yeah. Um, I think we, we could have done a bigger Charlottetown side of that. Yeah. But next year, maybe. Well, I mean, th this was our first time doing it in Charlottetown. We did like, you know, the first year in Victoria. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we're going to let our location be determined by our sponsors. But if our sponsors are going to determine our location, then perhaps um, we'll have kind of a wish list of things that we'll want from them to yeah. make it big, big for them and big for us, yeah. right? Yeah. So that, you know, it's mutually satisfying mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, just whatever works. Like the first year was like a sponsor was basically you give us five bucks, you're a sponsor. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, we, tell us you want to be a sponsor and you're a sponsor. Yeah. And it's like, we're going to come and do this whether or not you're a sponsor or not. So, yeah. You want to donate some money to a good cause, all the better. Yeah. But now that like the event's gotten bigger and we have more options to go, we have more people to mm -hmm. tag along with us. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a bit more things to consider and, uh, on where we go, what the route's going to be. And like, sure, absolutely. It's going to be dependent on sponsors. As long as we can still get riders to go and people to show up. Yeah. Um, you know, that imbalance with the sponsor and how much money they want to give to Peers Alliance. Like, yeah, that's what it's about. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, another like cute thing that <laughs> I want to say <laughs> is, um, it's, it's a little promotion of our merch store. Um, <laughs> but right. there's been people buying merch lately and you know shout out to you and shout out to you for showing up at the event wearing like queer ride merch to the event yeah. and like we just got tagged the other day from ian in nova scotia wearing a salty mother clutcher's shirt on the cabot trail this weekend which is like makes my heart feel yeah funny because i want to be on the cabot trail wearing a salty yeah. mother clutcher's shirt that's really cool people have been buying merch from us that's a big help yeah. Um, it's also like, uh, it's just really cool to see people in salty shit. Like <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. And even like the queer ride stuff at the event, like seeing yeah. that on the shirts and the stickers and everything was like, yeah. cool. If you haven't gotten a queer ride or salty sticker, um, either come to one of our events yeah, or, um, order one online, stick it on your helmet, stick it on your bike. Yeah. We have, um, the fucking shit. we have like stickers, like sticker stickers regular ones and then we also have like the more heavy duty decal ones yeah that like will hold up a lot better on your fender or yeah. whatever so i have on my bike because it's a sportster and i fucking suck <laughs> i have the you know what fucking sucks sticker oh yeah stuck on my bike yeah so if you really want to be <laughs> really want to be the cool guy yeah um buy the you know what fucking sucks stickers and then stick those on your friends bikes oh <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one yeah Anyway, they're cool. cheap. They're like five cheap. or six bucks and free shipping. And mm -hmm. that I don't care if you're in the US, I'll still ship it to you for free. Anyway, 
You know what fucking sucks? What fucking sucks? Sunburns. Oh, girl, you are just the sunburn queen. For starters, I'm like praying that like we didn't do sunburns already, and I don't know how we couldn't have. Oh, we, yeah, we must have. We must have, and like a fucking sucks, or at least mentioning it somewhere, but I couldn't think of it. Okay, so this couldn't be about uh, you riding the whole queer ride with uh, basically no clothes on, getting burnt to shit. Yeah, it's literally about that. So. Like, I'm like the sunburn police. I've got mm-hmm. my, like, my sunscreen in mm-hmm. my commuter. I've put it on before I left. And I didn't even know, because you're all the bikes away from me, that yeah. you didn't have your sweater on or anything. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of everything, I see you. You are a lobster. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. I'm not now. Yeah, you were a lobster. Yeah. But I mean, so we started the day foggy kind of rainy yeah whatever yeah i have like my spf moisturizer on and i have a full face helmet so i'm not concerned about your my, face is my good face. yeah and i was like i'm wearing a sweater and i'm gonna wear my salty hoodie during yeah. the ride in case yeah. there's any photos or videos and like a salty promotion and that's what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. so i was like i don't really need sunscreen on my arms because i'm gonna have them covered i'm gonna have them covered yep and then we show up at this event and I'm at this barricade directing traffic for like an hour and a half, two hours. And it's just getting more and humid it's like and hot. Humid. It's like 36 degrees with like the humidity. <laughs> I'm like drenched in sweat. And it gets time to go and I'm like about to put my sweater on and I'm just like, fuck, like I cannot. I'm thinking of the ride out of town. Like it's going to be stop and go. Mm-hmm. A lot of stop signs, a lot of traffic. I'm like, I just, and I'm at the back of the pack, so we're going to be not going that fast. I'm like, I'm just going to be way too fucking hot getting out of town. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to throw it in my bag and then go. So I just wore a tank top. Yeah. The Queer Ride tank top. Burnt your shoulders, burnt your chest, burnt your arms. Burnt everything. And how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I regret it right, right away, but also I don't fucking care. So you regretted it? For like two days and then maybe even five minutes. I mean, I don't care about getting the sunburn itself, I guess. Like, I, the, it's not painful. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't, like, that doesn't bother me. Um, I hate having the tan lines. Uh-huh. That's been driving me crazy. Yeah. Now, no matter what I wear, I have this fucking tank top tan lines. Yeah. And this, my bra strap on one shoulder was off just a little <laughs> bit. So I got that extra line on that one arm. Uh... So. That's been driving me fucking crazy. It's funny too, because even as soon as we got parked in at the second meetup in Kensington, the first thing I did was take out the sunscreen and do my arms again. I was wearing, I was wearing clothes, so I didn't have any skin exposed. But the first thing I did was like, okay, here's my sunscreen. And I left it on the seat of the bike in case anyone wanted it. And like, you're the bike next to me. And you're like, no, no." I was talking to the mayor. I was busy (laughs) being a diplomat. Yeah, I think you're right. Sunburns, they really suck. And uh, I don't know how people ride without clothes when it's 35 degrees and just get burnt every day. They just keep getting burnt. I don't know. Like those people that ride and they basically look like they are brown leather. Yeah. Like they look like you're going to look like too much sun. Not me. When you're older. Yeah. No, not me. (laughs) No, ain't going to (laughs) happen. Not going to um, happen to me. Older? Old old ain't going to happen. Oh, <laughs> old. Yeah. Mm, no, no. No, not a thing. No. <laughs> but like even getting sunburns, like 
on like your <laughs> wrist, like between oh, your, yeah. your gloves and your sweater. Like I don't wear fingerless gloves anymore, but like that used to be a pain because you didn't you didn't put fucking sunscreen on your knuckles. I used to, and I would still. I mean, I have something. I have like some sort of like sensitivity. Yeah, but like my when I burn or even get too much sun and not burn i blister Mm -hmm. so i get these itchy blisters on my knuckles and stuff and i'd be like why and then just still keep wearing them like okay ding dong yeah now i don't wear them anyway i've had a lot of really crappy sunburns over the years (laughs) like yeah i remember one time in i think it was in summerside going for a ride up west or something like that i think it was right after i got this tattoo actually the developed motorcycle tattoo yeah and i wanted I didn't want to be sleeveless because of the weather and the sun, but I, I wore a sweater for some reason and I wanted to keep my tattoo covered out of the sun. Yeah. So my sleeve ended up going right to the bottom of my tattoo. Uh-huh. Keep my tattoo covered. But then I had a sunburn from the bottom of this tattoo. Oh. So it looked like, like you were wearing three quarter sleeves. Yeah. Oh, cool. But it looked like I was wearing like the black metal, like fucking gauntlet Gauntlets. things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fucking. Sunburns. You should have saved that for another fucking sucks. What? Gauntlets. Just go. Oh, like the, just yeah, the gauntlets. Gloves. Gauntlets. Yeah. I might phone that one in next week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they kind of suck. They kind of don't. The gauntlets. Yeah, we wore them forever. I didn't wear them forever. I, I owned some. Owned some. I I use them an awful lot. Like I was gonna say, doing our winter riding. Yeah. Like riding in November and yeah. March and April and stuff. I yeah. found they were, I found they were really hard to wear because they were like really stiff leather. Like I never could like break them in. Yeah. So I, I just found I couldn't really close my grip well enough. And I was like, yeah. oh, I can't fucking deal with this. I thought they were going to be cool. I think when I first saw them, I was like, those are the mm-hmm. gloves for me. Yeah. Well, they were cool. Like if you put them on first and then put your jacket on second, yeah, then you're not going to get any wind up your sleeve. Yeah, or bees. But then or bees. But you can only do that the once, <laughs> or else you have to basically get under. It's like wearing a romper. Oh, like you have to, you have to get fully undressed if, to if put you it like, all back on in the right your, order. If you take your gloves off because you're getting gas or something, yeah, you're, you're not going to take your whole coat off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially if you're riding in like November. Yeah, you have to get undressed to get redressed for the bike. <laughs> Sucking dumb. Bike romper. Bike romper. So, yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know what fucking sucks? Sunburns and gauntlets. And gauntlets. And fingerless clubs, actually. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. can hit the button with my foot yeah doubt it oh my god gross hi i'm joyce land <laughs> and i'm aaron jill seppi we were on the motorcycle yeah a little bit a motorcycle motorcycles we were each on a each motorcycle on our own individual motorcycles <laughs> hi i'm aaron yeah just don't even wear one yeah fuck helmets man i got a way better haircut Sorry. it's a me giuseppe i've said dipshit a awful lot today um <laughs> Spicy MILFs podcast. That's yeah. probably already a podcast. Yeah. Dark hole. I'll show you a dark hole. <laughs> I bleach my dark hole. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck I don't that know how thing. I don't know how to feel 
like I'm in it when I don't hear the din it din 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 it. Did you peek when you were over there? No, I didn't peek while I was over there. I'm peeking. Okay, now do you feel it? I'm feeling it. Or do you want it one more time? I'm feeling it. You're feeling it? Yeah. Okay. Cheetah print. I say animal print. I don't fucking know. Booty shorts. And you were wearing like black stilettos all day. (laughs) (laughs)